0: How to bring innovation in a big financial institution is always a difficult issue. Nowadays, if we talk about corporate innovation, we have to think about the activity conducted inside the organization and beyond its borders as well. On today's episode of FinTech Flow, we will dive into the world of corporate innovation, searching for the way how it could be more successful, discuss the do's, the don'ts, the why's and the how's, and even trying to define success. Welcome to Fintech Flow, where we deep dive into the depth and complexity of successful startups, sit down with bright fintech minds, and bridge together the gap in mindset between the legacy players and today's innovators. With 10 years experience as a manager in the financial sector, MIT certified fintech expert Linda Charlay is prepared to put it all in play and to follow the flow. My guest today is András Fischer, Head of Innovation at OTP Bank. He is the manager of OTP Lab which is OTP Bank's innovation hub, where expert colleagues, startups, businesses based on innovative technology and educational institutions are working together on developing the banking products and services of the future. András, welcome to FintechFlow. Thanks for inviting me. Let's help us a little bit how to imagine OTP Labs' work and everyday life. We know that you at OTP Bank focus both on in internal and external innovation activities. Could you describe a bit how these activities are or what these activities are?
1: Sure. I think it is worth to mention that OTP Lab uh, came alive approximately one and a half years ago and uh, we gradually built out the various activities that we are conducting nowadays. Uh, We usually say that there are three legs of OTP Lab. Uh, One is uh, the internal leg, we call it uh, innovation management that consists of uh, basically an idea portal where we perform various uh, topic focused uh, innovation challenges where anyone within the organization, so all 8,000 colleagues at the bank can submit their ideas or initiatives. And the best one uh, we have to uh, present in front of the management and even validate or create a, a prototype out of them. Together with the supporting areas. Also, within the internal innovation, we uh, conduct various um, educational and other social activities such as webinars, uh, workshops, white papers, etc. Then, the second leg is the uh, external part that you mentioned, which uh, most people have heard about through the OTP Startup Program. So we have uh, actually now nine startups that we are working together with. I think we're going to talk a little bit more about them later. And we also work very closely with the corporate venture capital arm of OTP Group, that's Portfolion. So uh, we we work jointly with them uh, about uh, potential investments. And the third one is the, the lab. Well, at the end of the day, we are a laboratory. Um, so we we, we have uh, various projects focusing on uh, new technologies or testing uh, new um, products, uh, services, processes. And for that, we have a very good uh, sandbox, so to say. We have launched last year an innovation branch in uh, one of the big shopping malls in Budapest. And uh, that uh, innovation branch belongs o- also to OTP Lab.
0: Sounds really great and complex, and I think it would be worse dive into each, in each of them a little bit, and then maybe we would dig deeper in, in the second part, the open innovation. So first you mentioned the internal innovation, and uh, I would be really curious if the employees are really keen to give you their ideas and work on them, and how their managers, for instance, approach this process.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yes, I think um, this could be done in several ways. And I know this because we dived into this and and try to collect the best practices and avoid in the same time various pitfalls. Um, And what we have seen is that one way to do is that you can create, let's call it an idea box, and then colleagues can just throw in any kind of ideas. And we decided not to go this way, Mm, because it has various downsides such as at the beginning people would just give out all their ideas and after two months there would be no uh, initiatives left left so to say and secondly it would make the implementation part very hard um, because you would get ideas from starting from core business all the way through like really moonshot uh, ideas and, and uh, beyond traditional uh, uh, banking ideas as well. So we rather twisted the whole thing and approached the various banking divisions and departments and, and interviewed them, like what are their focus areas, their, their future projects to come, their pain points? And when identified good topics that regular OTP uh, colleagues can contribute to, then we have started a challenge. I give you an example. For instance, uh, we work together with our uh, data uh, mining team, and they they uh, have described a challenge like how to exploit better the the data wealth of the company. Or um, we when we already knew that we are going to have a new um, um, software of the bank, which is used by the. Uh, advisors in the branches then um, we also open the challenge like um, how to make it uh, more effective or what are the new screens that that should be implemented in this software so uh, this is the way we we rather approach ideas we uh, open every quarter or half a year a new challenge and and the experiences are quite positive so we see that the colleagues are pretty engaged and there is a there is a very good uptake of, of active users.
0: That sounds really good and smart <laughs> and I would assume that this is maybe one of the steps in terms of engaging the employees and engaging the management uh, for innovation which uh, should definitely not be easy and you also mentioned that you have some kind of uh, an internal cultural changing program or something can you tell a little bit about that?
1: Yeah I wouldn't call it a, um, a program I wouldn't frame it as a program but uh, I think um, culture and and mindset uh, and a ap- general approach of, of the all of the colleagues towards innovation is a, is the fundamental basis of anything we do and I think it is quite often oversight by many people, because it's very hard to uh, measure and it's very hard to to take uh, out uh, really directly connected results out of this. Um, One can say that culture will not uh, create uh, financial results, which is true in one way, but on the other way, uh, it's imperative to have the right culture, otherwise you will not have innovations. You will not be able to carry through uh, agile transformation or digital transformation, and uh, therefore we perform all kinds of activities. And to be honest, we we do not really attach hard fact KPIs to these, but uh, perform this as a as a um, how to say as a as a must uh, have activities. Connected to innovation, so we have, for instance, a monthly webinar. We call it brown bag webinar. It's brown bag because it is held during lunch break, and we um, we we do you deliver the the (laughs) brown bags, or everyone should get
0: their
1: own? No, no, everyone should get their own. And uh, since uh, the colleagues are spread uh, across various locations in the city, I think that's a pretty good way to reach anyone irrespective of where they sit they just need to have um, uh, a laptop or a mobile device and internet connection and basically they can listen in and and also watch the live uh, broadcast uh, carried out by an external expert of the field so that is one thing we do and we reach uh, several hundreds of people per each uh, occasion
0: and is it typical because uh, you mentioned earlier and i also agree that the mindset of people is really key because you can have the greatest ideas within the lab, but if in the branches and in the headquarter, the background is not there, you are most likely not going to be able to implement those great ideas. So the mindset of people is really key. Do you experience that, for instance, at these uh, brown bag webinars, the same people attend, and these are the people who you need to be focusing on in the future to work together to implement ideas?
1: That's a very good question. So yes, there is a, um, a core audience, we can call them. Uh, I would put them, I don't know, again, between maybe 150 to 150 people who we see regularly popping up their names uh, on the list. Um, but it really, it is driven by the topic as well. So there are people who just uh, sign up for one or two occasions. Um, And as for the second part of the question, it's again um, depends on the activity itself. So there is a certain um, uh, area or a certain type of people who are interested in this webinar. Uh, because it's more like a a passive thing you just need to listen in and there are uh, there is another uh, group of people who are more engaged by the uh, idea platform and the idea contest where they can actively um, contribute with their ideas like comment on it invest virtual money into each other's ideas so that's a different type of uh, activities and then obviously there's a third and fourth type of activities like again it's working with startups uh, another uh, playground so there is an overlap uh, for sure so there are very innovative and open-minded and proactive people who are trying to engage in multiple activities, but um, I, I wouldn't say that there is like you know, one particular group of people who we can reach and then the others are not reachable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. Okay, uh, let's skip to the third type of activities that you do in the lab, which you call maybe a sandbox which is uh, actually a real branch that is working and running, where you try out new ideas. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and maybe give some, some real examples that you have tried out and, um, uh, in these new branches?
1: Sure. Um, so I think it is worth to mention that this is not like a, uh, like a closed... Uh, laboratory branch where we just imitate uh, activities, but this is a completely normal branch. So anyone is more than welcome to visit it. Uh, It's an Arcade, by the way. And and, uh, this branch has uh, regular um, activities, regular sales targets, but uh, they also have uh, innovation and testing and piloting related uh, targets as well. And just a couple of examples what uh, a visitor could try here. Uh, There are certain innovations that that I've already rolled out in other OTP benches too, such as uh, smart ATMs, uh, digital signature pads, or remote uh, banking, remote experts supporting over video conference. These are all available here as well, or or we have a digital corner where one can um, basically try all the mobile um, solutions, such as apps, internet banking with the support of one of our um, advisors. So if someone is not so secure or not that, that confident, as a confident uh, in online banking, then this is the perfect place to try it right. out with the support. And then we also have some new things which are not really available or, or uh, being tested at, uh, in another place. That is, for instance, uh, customer tablets. We have... Uh, Uh, dedicated tablets for uh, the incoming guests and customers uh, especially when they are waiting so uh, they do not get a paper based uh, uh, what is it number uh, waiting number but they get a tablet and it vibrates and you know shows when it's your turn and uh, even shows the picture of the advisor like where you need to go and you also receive various uh, information related to the topic why you came to the uh, branch or we also have um, two unique um, uh, furniture types uh, one is a standing uh, desk which is uh, pretty unusual uh, at least in our bank so we are really testing like how people um, are enjoying when uh, being served at a standing desk and um The approach we did is that when it's um, um, a fast or quick uh, topic uh, or task that they came into, we we try to not make them sit down and wait, but really um, um, uh, have them through the process uh, at the standing index in a very quick way. And when they came for a more um, complex, uh, high value added uh, service, such as, I don't know, a mortgage or a investment or something like that then we try to accommodate them in a in a we call them a uh, advisory capsule uh, because it's a round shaped little hood and it's uh, even uh, audio isolated so it's a very i would call uh, intimate environment you cannot hear what the others are talking about next to you and we also found that uh, the customers are finding this this very um uh, ensuring and, and and secure this uh, this new type of uh, sitting environment.
0: What do they think about the standing environment?
1: Uh, we have actually received also quite positive feedbacks on them. Uh, you can sit down, basically, there is a bar chair, but it's... Uh...
0: Can you drink beer as well?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet, but you can get coffee. That is also something new. We, we only have uh, in this branch to my knowledge. Uh, so, when you need to wait a little bit longer or when it's this advisory kind of longer uh, discussion, then then you are being uh, offered a a coffee or water as well. Uh, And there are also, uh, because these are the things we talked about are really customer facing solutions, that there are some um, things that are not as visible for the customers or external parties, but they, um, they are meant to support the internal efficiency of the company, such as uh, our advisors in the branch are working with laptops. Again, something that is not as usual in, in branch uh, situations. So they, if, if uh, uh, they need to like change location, uh, um, then uh, they can just, uh, you know, take their laptops with them and sit in a, in a meeting room or or walk with the customer to the, uh, let's say, to the digital point and show them in live environment how it works. Uh, we also try to reduce uh, the paper created, which is part of a bigger and, and, and more uh, longer term uh, target of the bank. That's why we have the digital signing pads, so whatever is possible, we try to create in a digital form. But certainly there are some papers we are legally binded to print. So that is still to come.
0: Yeah, Sounds really exciting. And I think it should be a great experience also for the customers, but also for the employees in the branch to be able to try out uh, these new things. Then let's... Uh, get back to the second part, the Open Innovation or the OTP Startup Program. I think one could uh, think that it's interesting because being a really big regional bank, one could think that OTP has everything uh, to take care from inside to innovate. So you have the bank, you have all the resources or you could have all the resources you needed, yet you are partly following an open innovation process. Could you help us to understand why do you think open innovation is the right way? Or why do you think open innovation is also needed in order to succeed in innovation? And um, how can a bank create value from it and on how long term can it be valuable?
1: Let's start with why do we believe that open innovation is is the way uh, towards? yes indeed we are a relatively large bank at least in hungary or in the region but if you look at internationally that there are some banks that are even bigger than us and still believe in open innovation and work with startups so i think that's already a a good sign and uh, indeed if you're very honest there is a temptation that let's do it by ourselves because we have the knowledge we have um, most probably the resources and if if the expected business results Underpins the necessity of that solution. That certainly we could deliver it, but on the other hand, any resources—should it be financial resources or should it be human resources—is is limited to uh, to some point. And we need to decide which we are, which are the targets that we are really focusing on that we need to do by ourselves. And there are other things, and I think here are the startups coming in the picture where we should be able to work. Uh, openly with external parties. Let's say for core banking solutions, I think it's a good example. We most probably uh, will will focus on on internal solutions. However, it comes to some um, very forward-thinking, very innovative, uh, very good user experience generating solution on the surface of the the, the core banking. Uh, then I think it's an ideal. Uh, platform or framework to work with startups so
0: is it because they think different they work different they are able to concentrate on a smaller problem more is it because they are more agile what are the values that a startup has which you cannot get inside
1: so I think there are basically three things that need to be in place in order to to have a good chance for a successful cooperation First uh, and foremost, they need to have a very interesting, very innovative solution that we didn't think about yet, that they have really mastered over the last couple of months or years, and that that is not in place in our value uh, proposition yet. So we need to fall in love, so to say. When when it's done, uh, then we need to check two more things. One is that in order to be able to collaborate on the long term certainly they shouldn't have the same pricing as large organizations so uh, we need to have favorable financial uh, terms in order to to have the math come across and uh, thirdly this whole thing needs to be viable they need to be able to to implement it because there are numerous legal, uh, technical PR and and other aspects that we need to consider. And in many cases, startups do not think about that. Just one thing to mention, which I think all people in banking are uh, aware of is uh, uh, cloud-based solutions, which we have very strict regulation in place. So one way, uh, anything which is quite modern and and forward-thinking is probably cloud-based, but on the other hand, we need to, we need to match all the requirements uh, in line with this and with GDPR and, and other regulations too. So if, if these three criteria are met, like feasibility, financial uh, aspects, and the goodness of the idea, I think then we have a very good chance to, to work with the, the company.
0: And then if you can uh, find startups meeting these uh, three criterias, then you would say that they can create value to the company because they can give a better solution or maybe a solution to a problem that you have not yet thought about. Or
1: we have thought about, but we didn't have um, the capacity yet to tackle it because let's say on the priority list, after PSD to uh, GDPR, real-time payment, and other very urgent priorities we we just didn't have the time yet to to deal with.
0: I see. When you talk about this uh, startup program, you also approach it in the way, as you mentioned in terms of open innovation, that you ask the management of the company what are the main problems that they would like to get help with, Or is it really a free brainstorming and one can get with any idea here to the startup program? program?
1: It's a a very good question. I think it's a mix of the two. So again, we try to follow the same approach uh, as we did at internal innovation. So we went out, we reached out the different uh, uh, department heads and collected the, the pain points. But we also wanted to leave that window open for anything that didn't uh, uh, cross our minds and still could be a good idea. So what we did, we created five categories uh, that are really uh, well described and these are all on our website, like what we are specifically looking for. And there is a a sixth uh, category, which we call Surprise Us. And if you do not fit in the previous five, but still believe that you would be a good match for the bank, then you can just apply still
0: you are running the second startup program exactly now, right, and now you're in the face when you chose nine companies to start collaborating with. Do you know by heart uh, how many of these were the surprise as category? Or were Ooh, there any
1: That's a good question. I think I think there was one
0: one okay, yeah you right now chose nine companies but whatever you try to find the companies who can meet those requirements we talked about previously and then what's happening what's the next step and now i'm not so interested in the startup program itself but how a company a big uh, institution should approach this so in your experience what are the things that can help at the end of the day achieve the goals and have successful uh, implemented innovations and what are the things that you should avoid?
1: Yeah, there are there are several pitfalls uh, in this, I think. And uh, although we are in our second round, we are still learning a lot of a uh, lot of things. But one advice I could give is what is definitely happening is to really think ahead. It, I think for a startup collaboration uh, is uh, also holds true the 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 popular saying that 80 percent planning 20 10 percent execution so we already started to to plan uh, this program and we are talking about from March till May uh, in the previous years summer so like July or something uh, we we went out discussed and talked a lot uh, with the various uh, leaders and department heads and we also Uh, uh, held several brainstormings and meetings about the experiences of the last year. We reached out to to the different departments which are supporting the program, such as legal, procurement, um, architects, IT architects, IT security and so on, because they all need to be on board and involved in this process. Uh, When I mentioned these three criteria, one of them was feasibility, and, and uh, all these colleagues come into the picture when it comes to feasibility so i think you cannot really start early to plan it and uh, and and it's also true for the uh application as well because let's face it if you want to uh involve and get good startups then it's it's not anymore that you are a big company and they will just apply anyhow it's the other way around um, you need to reach out for the best companies because there is a competition for good startups uh, however silly or surprising it may sound
0: so if we go back to the question uh, how can we do it right and how sh- how can we or which pitfalls should we avoid so you talked about planning in time and uh, you mentioned to onboard the not only the management, but the key players who will play uh, key roles uh, from within the institution. We will get back to that. but uh, what are the other tips, advice that you could uh, give about how to do it right?
1: I think you need to be, uh, you need to be honest and you need to be transparent, both inside the organization and and also looking outside. So again, everyone knows that the, the success rate, is uh, pretty low so i don't know the rule of thumb is like if you have one long-term partnership coming out uh, out of 10 uh, pilots that's already a good result and i think um, colleagues as well as startups needs to be aware of the effort and uh, and the commitment uh, required for the program but also the the expected outcomes so Uh, transparency is the basis of a good collaboration in any case. Uh, So what we did is we once reached out uh, during the autumn to the potential uh, banking departments. We, We tried to be as transparent as com- as, and uh, comprehensive regarding what is the time commitment needed from them that they will need to provide um, an, an operative uh, mentor that will be in touch with the startups, what will be the different events and venues that the startups uh, and or they need to attend um, and how the whole program will look like and what are the potential pitfalls. So we try to tell these them and we try to uh, teach them um, how to avoid this um, I think it is it is best to tell all of this upfront before dragging someone in and then later on telling them the, all the diffi- potential difficulties
0: yeah, yeah. I would think it's not easy to engage people from within the organization because I'm pretty sure that everyone is busy with their own uh, tasks so they don't have much time to, to concentrate on this new kind of task that is coming into picture. And maybe I could imagine that in a big traditional organization, I'm not sure everyone is happy that their task is being solved by a new one-year-old, three-year-old startup company from outside the organization. How do the management and the employees approach this whole open innovation and how can we help them approaching it better because as you mentioned earlier the mindset is key
1: Yeah. Uh, again I think that being transparent and and, uh, really having open discussions about this uh, helps a lot and um, if someone feels that way that uh, a third party or external company would take away his job uh, then he's probably not applying to this program so we don't Force anyone to to participate. This is completely voluntarily uh, based. Um, but luckily, our experience is that 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 our colleagues don't look at this uh, this way. Uh, and and of course, these companies are not taking away anyone's job. Uh, they are in a in an ideal state, accelerating innovation and like bringing something on the table that uh, that. Um, could have been done by yourself, but maybe a little bit slower or some things that we didn't think about. We we don't think that we know everything, which is uh, which would be insane, right? So um, I think in order to create a really good program that adds value to the company and not just LARPULAR startup collaboration, involves a, a lot of thinking and it must be tailor-made To the company, it may may sound uh, obvious, but uh, when I talk to some people that that are just thinking about starting something like that, uh, I I uh, would describe the way of thinking as being uh, uh, off-the-shelf, buy-the-book program. But there is no such thing, or there might be some companies. There are several companies that offer their consulting support in order to organize such a startup program. And, And several of them are good, but you need to decide as a company, whether you want to work with, let's say early stage, companies or later stage companies do you want to invest into them uh, as we call it an equity program or you want to run a non-equity program do you want these companies to move in to really collocate with your colleagues and you know live and breathe the same air uh, 24 7 or you are more flexible in this regard and they can work remotely and and um, you know, through um, video conferencing and 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 conf calls, and there are several questions such as these. Depending on the outcomes and your decision, it will be two completely different programs. The the outcome of of, of this. So, uh, again, being very honest, the program we have today is fundamentally different from the program we had last year, and that's completely okay because we are evolving as well
0: how can you measure success in innovation and especially in open innovation do you have targets to achieve at the end of the day all banks are for profit organizations and and they should measure their projects somehow how can they measure the open innovation project
1: yeah it's it's a it's a question which comes up comes up very frequently not not only at our bank but on conferences and workshops because Everyone who is in innovation knows that measuring success in innovation is is very hard, at least with traditional KPIs. I strongly believe that you cannot attach traditional like return on investment uh, KPI to most of the innovation activities. But I also uh, don't believe that innovation should be like a free pass to do anything. So it's... uh, one part creativity and one part uh, principle and uh, and rules and uh, therefore we have kpis but we rather try to define kpis that uh, that make sense to us such as for instance how many long-term collaboration will come out of this program and 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 also how many people do we reach so what is the impact factor of the whole program within the within the bank and similar things so we have kpis internally that we discussed with the management but those are not strongly financial uh, related kpis that uh, a traditional business line would have probably
0: and if this program goes good uh, and now you have nine startups to uh, start and collaborate with in two years with how many startups will you have common uh, products or uh, solutions?
1: Well, the ideal state would be that we, uh, we work with all the nine startups on the long mm-hmm. term, but when being realistic, that is, that is probably not the, the future picture. Um, the more, the better, I would say, when we entered just quite recently into the uh, collaboration phase at the beginning of March, uh, we were very confident in all nine, but these 12 weeks which we have in place is exactly for for the reason in place to, to discover any uh, technical, legal, etc. difficulties that may prevent us from collaborating on the long term. So in some cases, the pilot is about like some actual uh, customer-facing testing. And in some cases, the, the pilot is merely focusing on uh, uh, validity checks and uh, feasibility um, testing. So there is no coding uh, involved at all in mm-hmm. some of the cases. But when it's all we, we have all the checks and 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 green lights in place, then after this twelve weeks acceleration, we may enter into an implementation phase right away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna try to wrap it up. So uh, it's it's great to have innovation from both within the organization, but also from outside the company, which we can call open innovation. And every time when innovation is in the picture, we need to be focusing on the mindset of the people and try and shape it a little bit or open it up in order to be able to implement great innovations. Planning is key and transparency is key so that we can communicate what they can expect and they cannot expect from these kind of programs. And uh, also these days we need to map the startup scene and also trying to actively approach and uh, find the startups that could be a great match for us as a corporation. Yeah,
1: I think you have very well
0: summarized it. Well, thanks for the lesson. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for inviting. And thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a review. Next time, I return to my home field talking about InsurTech with one of the most promising InsurTech startups in Europe, who happens to be a startup OTP has also selected in their startup program. Until then, stay tuned and follow the flow.